Welcome to Sky Team's People First with Morag Barrett. Welcome to this week's episode of People First. And I cannot wait for today's conversation. But I have two questions for you, those of you who are watching or listening to this episode, as we get ready to learn from Howard. Question number one, how would you like to inspire your work team and others in a way that both excites them and increases their productivity and self-confidence? How would you like to gain such loyalty from employees that when you push them to perform at higher levels, they don't just respond, they overachieve? It sounds like a dream, but the truth is it's all possible. And especially today, we all want to feel uplifted, supported, and positive. And that's why Howard's book, Make Someone's Day, is so important. It's all about doing something so powerful and at the right time in the right way, it's exactly what each of us needs to be able to charge ahead. So why Howard? Well, Howard is a good friend and colleague. He's president of Advanced Learning Group, an author, a speaker, executive coach, and a leadership consultant who strengthens peoples and organization through insightful leadership and management programs. He's a member of the Marshall Goldsmith 100 Coaches, has extensive experience in Fortune 500 companies, consulting and designing and delivering executive education. I'm looking forward to tapping into that expertise and bringing his diverse talents and perspective, not just from the business world as an association leader, but also, you can see it behind him, the sousaphone, as a tuba player and a jazz aficionado. So, Howard, welcome to People First. Well, thanks, Morag. I feel like I should get the horn out and start start a little, uh, toot a little welcome. Well, you should do that, and then I could grab my bassoon, though it takes a little while to uh, put it together, but wouldn't that make for an interesting duet? That would be, that, that should be a show unto itself. It would indeed. Well... So, Howard, we had a little bit of um, a mess up on the video there, so hopefully that's a one-off, so we're going to keep going. But my opening story or my opening question in every episode is all about our leadership journeys. And so when you take a moment to step back in time, you're in elementary school, the teacher comes up to your desk and goes, Howard, Howard, pay attention. What do you want to be when you grew up? What was your answer back then? I looked towards the stars. I grew up with the astronauts, so that was where my heart was. Except mm. for some reason, I didn't want to be an astronaut, I wanted to be an astronomer. I wanted to study the stars mm. and planets. Interesting, right? When would the thought yeah. that I would just jump right into the spacecraft? Well, maybe, but somebody's got to know where those spacecraft are headed, so astronomy seems like a good good alternative. Okay, mm. so you do you still do you do astronomy now, or what was the pivot point then that brought you to leadership development? And I know you're actively involved in ATD, thought leader extraordinaire. How do you get from that to this? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I've always been interested in in science and the scientific um, mindset and questions and hypotheses, and I realized that social sciences also provided that same opportunity. So I moved from the hard sciences to the social sciences and moved from there to organizational behavior. Oh, I love it. There's parallels in our journeys, Howard, because the people who've been following people first, they know I spent my first career in finance looking at the science and the, the numbers side of business, but I pivoted into leadership development for the art 
of successful business, which is the human element. So it sounds like we've both done slightly similar paths that bring us here together. Absolutely. All right. So hold up a copy. I know you opened the box yesterday on your brand new book. There you go. Make someone's day. And I can't wait. I had an opportunity to read an advanced copy. I look forward to getting the tangible book in due course. But tell me, what was the inspiration behind Make Someone's Day? Interesting, Morak. And as I worked on the book the last few years, I realized that this is what I've always been doing. This is a part of me. This is in my DNA. If we want to go back to the, the science world, right? But what happened was I was working downtown Chicago at the time, taking the early morning commuter train around 6.30 in the morning. And I'd gotten to the train station and a young woman came up to me with her clipboard and she said, would you mind signing my petition? I hmm. said, oh, what's it for? Because I'm just an extroverted, friendly sort of guy. And she said, I'm trying to get someone on the ballot. I said, oh, who? And it was a name that I had heard of. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I signed and I gave the clipboard back to her. Thought that was done. She, her eyes grew large. She looked at me and she said the words, you made my day. And I spent that whole train ride down figuring three things. Number one, what the heck did I do that was so incredible that it made her day? Number two, what an amazing feeling I have. Um, you know, this, this like notches my positivity up off the charts. And number three, I'll wonder if there's a book here that I could figure out. And so that's how I got started. And my thought is that she probably asked other people and they turned her down. Mm -hmm. And I was the friendly one who was the first one to sign. It was to be seen and recognized versus, oh, no, don't make eye contact. I've got to go. I'm in a hurry. Right. I mean, what, I, what stands out for me is you talk about that inspiration, though, is not just how you made her day and she acknowledged it, but the ripple effect it had for you, that in giving to her, unintentionally or intentionally, it, it reflected back on you and to your, you said it increased your positivity. Yes, Morag, that's what I find incredible about this. And I talk about this in the chapter on the neuroscience of it. Why does this work? Okay. It has an effect that I call the boomerang effect. And what that means is that you're making someone stay, but when they say that to you, it comes back to you as well. It's our mirror neurons kicking in and reflecting back what the other is experiencing. Okay. So one of the things I face sometimes is that awful phrase, soft skills. And the implication being it's the afterthought or the implication being that, oh, you know, it's the soft group hug stuff. Does it really matter? We're here. To, you know, it's a business. It's not personal. It's just business. So isn't it obvious? What's to learn? You know, there's so much. There's so much. And, and I've heard people say that the soft skills are the hard ones. Mm. They're the I'm hard with ones you. Do, right? You work with a lot of technical people who probably also need lots of help with, with the soft skills. It is hard for them. I think it's hard for a lot of us because we're focused on getting our jobs done. Whatever we're doing, um, we're trying to accomplish it and be successful. But in order to do so, we need to manage and, and become expert at those communication and team and 
problem solving, decision making type of skills. And these are the ones that really provide the, um, the background for making us successful. Well, it goes back to your first story in that when we feel seen and heard and our voices are valued or our opinions valued, then we feel more connected and enthusiastic and are willing to go that extra mile. And to your point, the soft skills are what enable us to get to the hard results, especially in the hard trying times when things are not going to plan, much like the COVID curveball that we've all been living through. Exactly. And since you bring up uh, the medical piece that's going on right now, and by the way, this uh, one of the uh, chapters I have is how do you make someone stay when you're not in person? Okay, well, let's talk about that then. So what did your research show? And give me some, some top tips for how do we make somebody's day through you the know, camera? Yes, it's very simple. It's very simple. Um, it really starts with the like button uh, and the like button. I, I Oh, the like button. I thought you were saying the liked button as oh. in. <laughs> yeah. Well, the like bulb is good too. We want to yes. have the like bulb go off, but the like button and making a comment, those things, believe it or not, in social media make a huge difference. But there's so many other things too. Uh, Doug Conan was CEO of Campbell's and turned Campbell's around. And one of the things he did that made it so him and Campbell so successful was he wrote two to 300 thank you notes a week to people throughout Campbell's. Yep. That's a non, you know, you're not doing face-to-face contact. You're doing it just, uh, you know, writing or emails. And it made such a difference that people um, would drive through walls for him. I remember um, back in my time in corporate, one of the CEOs that I had the opportunity to work with made a point to know the first names of most of the employees. And certainly within the corporate office, I mean, we're talking several thousand, but if you bumped into him in the elevator, he recognized who you were. So it wasn't that he was in his ivory tower and we were all just running on our hamster wheels. That sort of making an effort, a bit like the written notes, it takes time, but you have to just be intentional. Yes, yes. Uh, and I know you interviewed many leaders from across industry for the different chapters in the book. Just give us a couple of the anecdotes that really resonated for you around how somebody made their day or how they made somebody else's day. You, you know, Morag, you would think that these would be astounding stories that your listeners are, are here taking notes and trying to capture every word. What happened? What, what, what did? And believe it or not, it was the ordinary. It was being able to listen. It was being able to care. It was just to show that they heard you, that the boss or leader heard you and was interested in you. And that made all the difference in the world, um, that they provided uh, perhaps training or opportunities. It really is not not a big secret. Uh, I, I've got a number of people that I've talked to that in one chapter on what makes great bosses. Mm-hmm. And it's the simple things that make great bosses. It isn't money, not that any of us wouldn't want more money. Like, sure, I'll take some more money. Want to give me some more money? Yes. But that's not going to give you the motivation from me to be, as you say, 
highly productive, to be highly successful, to, to walk on water for them. Uh, I've had people say, if my boss came to me and needed a kidney, I'd give them my kidney. Yeah. What sort of commitment is that? That's amazing. I mean, that certainly is one output. I mean, I was talking with a leader today and she commented that um, her team had just gone through a, a, a trying time and somebody else in the organization had reached out not to, you know, like delve into the problem itself, but to say literally, how are you doing? And she was sharing just this morning how, how that was different, that everybody else was focused on the problem that her team was trying to solve, but that this leader had taken a time to say, and in this stressful time, how are you doing? Not what are you doing? And yeah. so it comes back to what you were saying. It isn't rocket science. It's common sense. But often we're so busy running, we, we just don't do it consistently. We don't pay attention to what might be happening in other people's lives at work and at home and just check in. Yes, yes. That's all it takes is really checking in. Because once you do that and once they realize, once the other person realizes that you really care and you're really interested in that, you know, they're going to open up. They're going to be so much more uh, uh, committed, productive, and involved. And we want that. That's what we're trying to get from mm -hmm. them. So That's who are you... We'll do. Well, exactly. So who who is the book targeted for? It's really for... So the primary audience is anyone who wants to become a memorable manager. Mm. Because don't you want your managers, your best managers, to be the memorable ones, memorable ones on the good side, right? Yeah. So I think that that's, that's the primary audience is let's help managers because we know that you and I have been in leadership development for years and put on some outstanding programs, I must say, award-winning programs. But for some reason, leadership development doesn't stick. It doesn't stick as long as, as much as we would like it to. So this is a way to help the leaders become move from good to great leaders just by simply making their people's day. And if they did this on a regular basis, they would have not only strong support, productivity, but they'd have greater retention as well. And that's what we're looking for. So it's it's really that simple, even though it doesn't seem simple. And I do have a model in the book for people to learn how to do it. Oh, so tell me more. So how do I get better at this then? What's yeah. the model? Yeah, it's called the VIP model because don't you want others to feel like a VIP? Yes. Isn't that great? So yeah. VIP stands for view and observe. So view and observe what's going on in the situation right now. Because make someone's day is in the present. What mm -hmm. might make your day yesterday or an hour ago might be different from what you need right now. So view and observe what is happening. Then identify and consider what options you can do. And then mm -hmm. finally, you want to plan and act. It's that simple. Help, be, help others be VIPs. And you'll be a VIP yourself from doing it. And I can th I think about that because sometimes I'm so busy in my own world, I forget the view and observe. And certainly there's the, oh, I must do this, but I don't do the plan and act. And no. I have a story, uh, one of my team was going through something recently and I had just seen on social media, there is 
you won't be surprised by this because there's everything on social media. But there's right. a company that's set up that sends, it's called Spoonful of Comfort. There you go. I'll do a plug right here. And you can order um, soup and cookies and bread rolls to be delivered. And I thought, well, I can order that. And it means there's one night where she's not going to have to cook. And so I was like all excited. And then the parcel was delivered. And good news is the cookies and the soup and the rolls tasted delicious. Okay. But it's it's finding those opportunities versus, oh, yeah, I would have done, but I forgot. And seize the moment. Yes. Yes, there's all these opportunities around us every day. And it's just noticing them, finding them, being aware of them. Awareness is always the number one place to start when you're learning a new skill or habit. So do you have another favorite story or moment that you'd like to share? Oh, there, there's so, so many. Um, so, so let me tell you about, uh, let's, we were talking about best bosses. Mm -hmm. So I've got a couple of stories about best bosses. And when your boss goes away on vacation or on a long trip, long business trip, and for them to be thinking about you and your child mm -hmm. is truly remarkable. Well, for them to not only be thinking about them, but bringing back something for them, mm -hmm. that is just incredible. I've had a couple of people tell me, Similar stories that um, that their bosses went away, and when they came back, they said, "I've got something for you, for for your child, because I know they like um, one liked uh, soccer was a big yeah. soccer U.S. soccer football and the rest of the world fan, and and the other one was uh, younger and, and liked toy trains, and and so that thoughtfulness just engendered." Just greater, greater admiration, trust, and, and and confidence in knowing that you have the right boss, that your boss really knows you and cares about you. That's mm -hmm. the Wednesday moment. I like that one because it's an example of they know you beyond the job title and the task. Again, the what are you doing? And it goes to the how are you doing? It's the ripple effect and the, the yeah. sense of I'm a human at work versus a job title and have you done your project yet? Yes, yes. And these pop up all the time. These opportunities are all, all around us. You know, I'm talking about the business examples, but there's, there's non-business too. So there's a secondary audience of people who just want to inspire and help others. Mm -hmm. And that's, to me, that's an important audience too. So that's why I call the book subtitle, Becoming a Memorable Leader in Work and Life. Because we want to be around people who are, creating memories for us. Well, Howard, I have been honoured to get to know you and to learn from you. You are a memorable leader in my life. How can people learn more about both Make Someone's Day, but also the work that you do in the programmes and the executive coaching that you're doing? Oh, thanks so much, Maureen. The easiest way is just to go to my uh, website, howardhprager.com. And you can learn about my business. You can learn about the book. You can order the book. You can find out about my speaking, coaching, whatever you need. And there are resources there that you can download as well. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll make sure all of that's in the show notes around this video. And if you are listening and watching this episode of People First with Morag Barrett and Howard Prager, make sure to get a copy of his book, Make Someone's Day. I promise you will not be disappointed. 
It's inspiring to read the stories and anecdotes from others, but it will also inspire you to how you can make someone's day. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining Morag today. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you learned something worth sharing, share it. Cultivate your relationships today when you don't need anything before you need something. Be sure to follow Sky Team and Morag on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you have any ideas about topics we should tackle, interviews we should do, or if you yourself would like to be on the show, drop us a line at info at skyteam.com. That's S-K-Y-E team.com. Thanks again for joining us today. And remember, business is personal and relationships matter. We are your allies.